everybody? Merry Christmas. It is exciting to be here on Christmas Day. I'm just going to chat to you briefly about my new favorite Christmas movie. Um, I, was, I was skeptical when someone said, have you seen the new film called Klaus on Netflix? And I was like, well, it's probably just going to be wick, isn't it? And I have this rule that I won't really watch films that are under seven on, on IMDb, which is the Internet Movie Database. But this is 8.3. We're going to watch a trailer, and then I'm just going to chat very briefly about this film and how it relates to the Christmas story. So let's watch the screens. If you haven't seen it, I won't give too many spoilers, I promise. I have done that before. But this is the trailer for the film Klaus on Netflix. Here we go. Um, hello? <laughs> Jesper Johansson, postman. Oh. Uh, Mr. Klaus, you have a gift. You were meant for making toys. So I figured if you donate your old toys, I'll deliver them for free. Tonight, I go with you. There's no need for you to come with me, really. Tonight, then. What about me? Ow! What the? Loser! Oh yeah, well if I'm a loser, then you're, you're a, you're a, uh, you're, a, you're, a, you're too far, you're gone. Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? This is Smearinsburg, the unhappiest place on earth. And you two can't change that. Ah! The postman and toy maker are brainwashing everyone! We need to show people that a true selfless act always sparks another. Hi. What's happening right now? Oh, no. Holy mother! What happened? Not a word. You just sit there. Be all magical and awesome. Jesper, we're doing it. Let's go! Oh, oh, oh. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Really? That's how you laugh? <laughs> Come on, we're running out of time. Those kids are counting on us. If we don't stop them tonight, this town will never be the same. Destroy those toys. No, 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 no. No! Ah! Ha! Eat our snow, you... They're not attached. Why aren't they attached? I thought they were attached. I would never in a million years have done what I just did if I didn't think these were attached. Always <laughs> okay, so hands up if, you, if you've seen it already. Hands up if you've been converted and you're gonna watch it later, maybe. Cool, okay. Now, I'll give you a wee bit of the backstory about, so just really quickly, this is Jasper, okay? Not to be confused with our Jasper. Rutherford, and he is an entitled young man from a rich family. His dad is in charge of the World Postal Service, and he's enrolled his son in it. Now, Jesper, just to be awkward, just to be, you know, completely annoying, just does everything wrong on purpose, because he doesn't want, he doesn't want to be in it. He just wants to sit in his lovely tent and be spoiled. 
So he's, he's an entitled young man, and his dad decides to banish him to outside the Arctic Circle to this place called Smearinsburg, okay? And it even sounds dodgy, doesn't it? And when he arrives, it is the most eerie, dark um, town you'll, you'll ever see. And it's kind of just, it's just really bad. It's just full of people who, um, this, yeah, just aren't very nice whatsoever. And his challenge is that he has to um, inspire them to send letters. But what he does is, over this period of time, he changes their hearts. He brings light to that place when he meets this toy maker called Klaus. But what they say about this town is, this town was built on resentment and spite. And we're reminded in James 3.16, it says, so wherever jealousy and selfishness are uncovered, you will also find many troubles and every kind of meanness. And that's kind of like, that kind of just sums up what this place was like. If you maybe think, what would it have been like um, back in Noah's time? Why was it that God sent the flood and his judgment? Was, it's probably because it was a place like Smearinsburg where it was just dark. People lived for themselves. There were so many fights and so much disunity. But as these two meet, they form this special bond. It's, it's quite random, but Klaus and, and Jesper well, they start, they, they make it their mission to change this town. And you see throughout that, yeah, it's just a class journey. Um, a couple of things that they say, a true selfless act always sparks another. Or another thing, a true act of goodwill always sparks another. And famous verses that have been read out that, that relate to Christmas talks about Jesus and the example that he set for us because he wasn't a selfish king, he was a servant king. It says, and consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. The verses previous to that, and I really love the, the message translation um, or paraphrase, it, it kind of puts it on us as well about this living this selfless life, that Jesus set this example, but we're to follow it and live it out. It says, if you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if his love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the Spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor, I love that. Agree with each other, love each other, be deep-spirited friends, don't push your way to the front, don't sweet-talk your way ahead, don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. And you see, as these guys get together, that they see minds, they see hearts changed. And when you translate the word repent, it actually means a change of mind, a change of heart. And we see throughout that, that lights start to spring up all over. And it's, it's because of the, the, the work that they do and the, what they give to the kids, they start to change the hearts of the adults as well. And, it, and it's amazing because it starts to become an actual community where there is unity. And we're reminded in John 1, 5 that the light shines in the darkness. And there's one song that I'm going to play um, just at the end, but the words in the song that are played as part of the soundtrack, it says, can't touch it, see it, 
but you can always feel it. The greatest things you'll ever know are invisible. Because we fill Christmas with stuff. It's all about stuff and things that we can hold, like physically in our hands, but the things that matter most are actually invisible. Think of oxygen. Think of love. Think of joy. Think of peace. But Christmas is when we are reminded that the invisible God became visible. Colossians 1:15 said, He is the divine portrait, the true likeness of the invisible God and the firstborn heir of all creation. And I love these verses in Romans, well, this verse in Romans 1:20. It says, Opposition to truth cannot be excused on the basis of ignorance, because from the creation of the world, the invisible qualities of God's nature have been made visible such as his eternal power and transcendence. He has made his wonderful attributes easily perceived, for seeing the visible makes us understand the invisible. So then, this leaves everybody, everyone, without excuse. And one of the things that we've been talking about over Christmas, and Jasper spoke with so well on Sunday night at our Alternative Carols, was this thing called peace. And We've been, living, we've been doing this theme throughout the year called Live Out Loud in the Kids and Youth, and we've been going through the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when it was the month of peace, I really felt God put this word on my heart about peace. And it was that the pain ends and Christ endures. And I just couldn't get it out of my head. It was something that just really made me think about, well, yes, we, we, we experience pain on earth, but we're promised that God will wipe every tear from our eye, that we'll go to a place where there is no more sickness. And this is such good news. We get Jesus, we get a relationship with God, yet so often it's bad news that can bring us together. Yet as Christians, we have this good news about a week and a half ago, I found out that my, my granny, um, and I've only ever had one granny because my, my other granny um, had died before I was born, but my granny has breast cancer. And I, it, was a bit, it was a bit of a shock, and I, I, I couldn't believe it, but actually, I felt that God covered me in his peace because I believe there's always hope in, in God. But as I've seen that um, some rifts in our family have started to be healed by, by this bad news, and I think... Why is it always bad news that can bring us together when we are filled with this hope because of Christ, this good news? And it's just reminded me so much of this, this word that God had given me, um, was it last month, that pain ends and Christ endures. If we have Christ in our life, well, we're reminded that he endured coming down into the manger as a baby and having to grow up in this world, but then how he endured the cross for each and every one of us. And yes, we might have pain, but pain ends and Christ endures. And these, these were words that I wanted to put in this song and God really put it on my heart. So I'm gonna sing that, but I'd love you to hear this song that just reminds us of Christmas about how the things that really matter are invisible. So I'm gonna play this song from Klaus just as I get ready um, to sing the song about peace. So let's, let's listen and, and watch the words. It's a lyric video, so really think carefully about these words. How many nights did I lie awake in the darkest place? How many days did you show? 
This is a song called Pain Ends in Christ Endures. Until that day when I see you there 
showing up even when it's hard. Cause God really loves you, God really cares. He has no limits, He has a plan. It won't be easy, it'll take time. It's just in Him and Christ in yours. in Christ in yours. And Father, we pray that you would just remind each of us. Let that sink in. I pray that your peace would just be in everyone's heart, God. Through your Holy Spirit. We thank you for Christmas when we, we celebrate. The invisible God becoming visible. How Jesus was the visible representation of you, Father. And you love us so much. So we pray your peace, your joy, your love. And remind us of how love, joy, and peace are incompatible with the life of hurry. We pray that you would just help us to distill our lives, still our hearts, still our minds. And that you will be the center of each of our, our lives, our days, of every brother's Christmas, God. Thank you for your love. In Jesus' name.